Hey there, this is Vicki Arsenault, and you're listening to another episode of Faithing Your Fears. Hey, thank you for joining me today. I wanted to share with you a story that happened this weekend that really kind of impacted me and made me have to really stop and think about some things I may have in my life that are idols. Now, I'm not talking like physical idols, but maybe some things that take my attention away from God that I put before him. And there are different times in our lives that we may catch ourselves doing this uh, because we just get distracted easily and we like to take the easy road and what feels comfortable and easier to do. So sometimes we let stuff get in the way of our relationship with God. But here's what happened this weekend. And I thought it was just such a beautiful picture. And I wanted to share it with you because I think it's just very, very impactful. And of course, it's something that comes from a child. And I think children sometimes offer the most profound wisdom. If you are ready and willing to listen to what they have to offer. So what happened this weekend was that we had a guest speaker at our church and it was a weekend long event where there's, you know, worship and messages and prayer and all kinds of things. Well, we always have our kids as part of that event. They're having children's discipleship group while we're having, you know, church with the guest speaker. Well, someone had an idea to have one little girl um, paint whatever came to her mind during worship. If she wanted to paint during that time that she was invited to do that, if she just wanted to go to the children's discipleship group, that was also fine. So her mom brought this up to her and said, hey, you know, somebody mentioned that if you wanted to do that, we know you love art. You're very insightful. She's 10 years old. If you want to do that, you know, you are welcome to do it. Don't, you don't have to answer me right now. I just want you to think about it and pray about it. And you can just let me know by Sunday. And so the little girl said, okay. And a few days went by and she was really thinking about it. And she went to her mom and and I asked, you know, a question or so, and then decided she was going to think about it some more. And um, eventually she ends up telling her mom that, okay, I've really thought about this and I really feel like I need to do the right thing. And her mom said, well, there is no right thing or wrong thing. Both of them are fine. You don't have to, you know, feel like one thing is good and one thing is bad. And She's like, no, but I just really wanted to know that what I was doing was going to be the right choice for me. Right, right. Such a profound little girl. Anyway, so she says, mom, I decided that I'm going to paint during worship. And her mom's like, all right, you know, that's great. And uh, she mentioned that, you know, it was for this weekend. And the little girl says, wait it's only for this weekend. It's not for all time. And she said, no, no, it's just for this weekend. Um, and the little girl was like, oh, well, I didn't have to think about that. I could have done that. 
So this little girl in her mind, she thought that she was going to be painting during worship every single Sunday for the rest of her life, (laughs) right? And that she wasn't going to get to participate in all the fun things that go on in children's discipleship. And she really had to weigh the two options and decide what was the option that God was telling her to do. I thought it was so interesting and it was just so amazing to me that this little girl was willing to sacrifice being with her friends and her her sister and brothers in the children's discipleship group to be down in you know adult church painting whatever came to her mind during worship. She was totally willing to lay that on the line to do something that she thought was really important. It reminded us of when Abraham had Isaac and God asked Abraham to go put Isaac on the altar. He figured that if God waited that long to give him a son and God had given him a promise that he was going to be a father of you know many generations, that I, I mean, I think that he figured if he did go sacrifice his son, that God would raise him from the dead or something because God made a promise and that was it. And luckily he took the steps towards obeying what God had told him to do. And right at the last second, God says, Hey, wait, nope look here, I have this in place of your son. You know, it was to make sure that Abraham having this son um, was not going to become an idol for him, that he was going to forget about God and God's promises and keep all his attention on his son. That's hard as a parent sometimes, right? You love your kids so much and you want to make sure that you don't um, put them before God in your life. Of course, God's not going to ask any of us to sacrifice our children, (laughs) but um, just hearing this little girl's story and that she was willing to sacrifice something that was so special and meaningful to her that she really loves and really enjoys to do something else that God wanted. And then she found out it was only for this weekend. It wasn't for all time. And it was like such a, an amazing release for her because she was willing to do it all the time, if that was what she felt she was supposed to do, but then she didn't have to. And really cool too, is it reminds me of this other story where there was a dad who put his little girl to bed every single night. And this little girl had these little, this little plastic pearl necklace that she just loved. She wore it for dress up all the time. It was her favorite thing. And she always had that at nighttime. So one night her dad says to her, honey, would you be willing to give me your pearl necklace? And she was like, um, well, no, daddy, I, I really like my pearl necklace. And he's like, okay, all right, that's no problem. Gives her a kiss goodnight and leaves the room. The next night he asks her again, you know, are you willing to part with your necklace and she says no daddy I don't think I can part with my necklace he's like okay so a little while later I don't know if it's the next day a week later whatever but every so often he would ask her 
you know, are you willing to give up uh, your um, your pearl necklace to daddy? And she says, no, daddy, I don't want to give it up. It's my favorite. Well, finally, the day comes that she says, daddy, I want you to have my pearl necklace. Like she finally got to a point where she loved her dad so much that she was willing to give up this plastic pearl necklace that she had. So she gives it to her dad and he is just so grateful that she's done this and that she wasn't so attached to it that she couldn't let it go anymore. And what happened when she released those plastic pearls to him, he replaced those plastic pearls with real pearls. He gave her a real pearl necklace. So many times we hang on to things and they become idols in our lives where God has something for us that is so much greater than we can see. We're so busy hanging on so tightly to the things that we have that we don't want to let go. And God might be asking you to let go of something that is really important or special or comfortable. It might be your favorite. Maybe God's asking you, are you willing to give it up? Are you willing? And sometimes when you are willing, it's because he has something even better for you. But he can't give you that until you're willing to give up the mediocre so that he can give you the awesome. And I have this story that I have been debating whether I should share or not because I don't know who listens to this. Um, I'm pretty positive my daughter doesn't. So, (laughs) but if you know my daughter and you listen to this, do not tell her, okay? (laughs) But she is about to be 19 years old and I have had a little chunk of money set aside for her. She does not know that I have this chunk of money. Like it's not a ton, right? But it's enough that would help her out getting started in life and stuff once she gets her own place. Now she has no idea that that is even there for her. When she gets out on her own and she shows that she's out there and and being capable and taking care of business and making sure all her bills are paid, like she's really incredible at that right now. She doesn't have very many bills, but what she has, she takes really good care of. And she's pretty good at saving. And when she thinks she's not going to be good at saving, she gives me money to put aside for her. That money she knows about. The other she doesn't. Um, when I see that she's, you know, showing a lot more responsibility, then I'll be able to, like when she's out on her own, I'll be able to gift her that money that I've been saving up for her for a while. Um, but she doesn't even know it's there, right? She has no idea. I'm her parent. She has no idea that I have something set aside for her for when she's ready. Think about that like with God. He is like the most perfect father. And he has stuff that's set aside for us. And he doesn't tell us that he has it there. He doesn't 
necessarily say, hey, you know, if you go do this, then you're going to go get this. Like, that's not how he works. And that's not how I work as a parent. I have something set aside. So when she's reached a, a, a newer level of maturity, then she'll be entrusted that portion that I had for her. And in our walk, sometimes we have to get to a certain level of maturity in order to um, be entrusted with some of the things that God has for us. And I I just think it's cool because the, the three stories that I just shared with you about Abraham and about the little girl doing the artwork, which was amazing, by the way, and uh, about the little girl who was finally willing to sacrifice the pearls. Um, that is a really good reminder for us that we just want to make sure that we're not holding on to anything too tightly. Not only because what we're holding on to might not be good for us, but also because maybe what we have is fine. But if we can let it go, God's got something even better for us. So I just wanted to encourage you with that today, you know, to take a little time and pray and just think and reflect. Are there things that are in my life, God, that are I'm hanging on to too tightly or are replacing you as first place in my life? It's one of the things that I had to really think about and ponder for myself. And I actually do it quite a lot because I love business and marketing. Love it. Love it so much. I can read about it. I like to be in Facebook groups about um, entrepreneurship and any kind of business and marketing type things. Like, I just love it. And I only developed a love for it over the past couple of years. I have to be really careful <laughs> that I don't put that above everything else and say, hey, I read about you know, 14 articles today on business and marketing. And did I open my Bible today? Like, I don't want that, right? But that has happened. <laughs> you know, it hasn't happened in probably a couple months now. But before that, I was like, ooh, let's see. I spend lots of time reading about business and marketing, but I'm not spending as much time reading my Bible. And it's not one of those things that's like, oh, you know, Vicki, you're bad. You're not reading your Bible. God doesn't have a checklist saying, hey, did you read your Bible today? It's nothing like that. It's just that I want to be as thirsty for my relationship with God um, as I am for business and marketing and stuff like that. Actually, I would prefer it to be more so (laughs) because really I want my heart to always be in the right place. But sometimes you feel those things creeping in and it happens so slowly that suddenly you don't realize that, wait a minute, I have not been spending very much quality time with the person that I say I love the most, God. You know? so, uh, so it's just one of those things that I wanted to offer to you today to just kind of check your own spirit, check your own life and see what comes first in my life. And am I holding on to things that I don't need to hold on to anymore? Or am I holding on to things that are keeping me from having greater things in my life? And I'm not just talking possessions, okay, right? I'm talking even spiritual gifts, even peace and joy and gentleness and love. Am I hanging on to stuff that is preventing me from experiencing the greatness that God has? 
So anyway, that was kind of my reflection this week. I hope that it's something that causes you to stop and think. Um, and, and hopefully I'm not alone in this, right? <laughs> we all have those moments. But anyway, I want to thank you for joining me today. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So, you know, I say it every single week, but you can always find me on Facebook or Instagram at Coach Vicki Arsenault and shoot me a message. Um, but I hope they found that encouraging today and I will chat with you again next week. See you then.